with you, 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 always with you. Welcome to With You, a podcast meant to share the stories of women across the rugby community, to highlight our connections and our growth, and to delight in a good belly laugh whenever we can. I'm Suze, my pronouns are she, her, and I'll be your host. Hello! Welcome to episode four of With You. Just as a mile marker, celebrated 100 listens this past week. Shout out to every single person who helped me get there. Whether you've listened to the trailer and all the episodes or just one episode, I really appreciate it. If this is your first episode, I also love you. Thank you so much. This is wild. It's a wild ride. It's a lot of fun. This week, I catch up with one of my friend's good friends from Glendale. She's a gem, honestly. The combo is way laid back, really chill vibes. I hope that y'all can vibe with it. It's a real thing. Me and Patsy. Me and Patsy chatting about high school rugby in the Midwest. This badass Thunderbirds team that went international as high schoolers. Damn. Wow. And then we talk about New Zealand. Oh, there's this neat thread that seems to run through. So if you remember back, all the way back to episode two, Mudge played at Ithaca and she talked about winning a collegiate championship against Notre Dame. And it seems that Patsy and Mudge just barely missed each other. But Patsy references to that collegiate championship game that Ithaca beat Notre Dame and the next year Patsy came on board at Notre Dame and then they won the national championship that year so anyway I don't know if that like totally is cool to you guys but I think that's rad Uh, two different friends of mine one from Baltimore one from Ohio but like Denver friend and I don't know 10 years ago eight maybe that not that long six eight years ago their crowds were just barely intersecting and I like Man, it's just really neat to see that kind of stuff popping up already. I mean, I've only made four episodes, so wow, wow, wow. Anyway, listen closely, and maybe you can pick that thread out of the conversation, even though I just gave it to you anyway. (laughs) The very end of the episode might be the funniest. I mean, Patsy and I giggle throughout the whole thing, but I attempt two, two truths and a lie with her. Who knows if I get it right? I don't know. You'll have to wait and find out. Thank you for joining me here. As always, links to the website and my email are in the show notes in case you want to come on the show. If you even want to have a five-minute conversation with me, I'm so down for it. It doesn't have to be like a pick-your-brain thing. Um, This space is for all of us to create whatever we want, honestly. I'm flying by the seat of my pants. I love it. If you have an idea, let me know. Let me know. We'll talk about it and we'll figure it out. Thanks again for joining and I really hope you enjoy this episode. Especially if you enjoy it, send it to your friend. I know we all have lots of friends and everybody's missing rugby. But anyway, I'll stop badgering you. Have fun. In college, if you want to call it growing up, it was.
uh, I didn't know, I didn't know anybody. I didn't even know that high school rugby was a thing. Yeah, I, uh, I consider myself one of the lucky ones. <laughs> I would also, I would agree with you there for sure. <laughs> so tell me your, tell me your rugby origin story. So yeah, like you said, I started in high school. Um, I actually started the year after my sister started. So we were lucky enough to have a high school program Mm -hmm. and um, Bridget, we're pretty much like opposite on like the rugby front. She's like the, the little teeny tiny fast back and I'm, you know, that big forward. Mm -hmm. So. Patsy. Hey. Hi, welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Can you please share your pronouns for everyone listening along? Uh, she, her. Great. Thanks. How's it going? I am good. How are you? I'm good. I'm pumped. I'm pumped to talk about rugby. And I want to find out, like, because I know you were a high school player, um, of which I know few. More all the time, I guess. But growing, growing up in the rugby community. After she played for a year, she's like, you're perfect for rugby. Come play. Um, cool. So I did. Good. Did it take some convincing or were you just immediately on board? I was immediately on board. Um, I actually tried to play football in middle school and they wouldn't allow me. Uh, it's interesting that even as a like young, young person, the young girls in middle school, you were like, I want to play football. Like I want to, you wanted to tackle, like you had that kind of aggressive streak, huh? um yeah I I suppose so although I don't know that like my true aggression really came out on the rugby field until college and Mm. after high school but um but yeah I wanted I apparently I always wanted to go out there and hit someone (laughs) (laughs) nice so rugby was a pretty (laughs) natural thing for me Um, wow yeah that's so cool I, I didn't know that so you you were trying to convince the adults like please let me play football and they're like no you can't do it because you're a girl yeah pretty much that's straight up how it went I was like I want to go play football like why not I can do anything the boys can do yeah um and then they told me no um and then I found rugby in high school and then everything was great a place where I was accepted no matter what my gender was (laughs) so perfect yeah that's great so you, you started playing in high school. And I know you mentioned this in your um, sign-up sheet that it was a, was it in high school the first time someone called you an athlete or was that later on? No, that was actually, it wasn't until I was playing for um, the women's team after high school. So instead of going from high school to college, mm-hmm. I went from high school to a women's team right away because the college I went to didn't have a, um, a team. So um, I went to playing with high schoolers to playing with 30, 40 year olds. Um, I'm um, sure they loved you. They were like, this girl has so much energy. uh, They were definitely excited because I had that knowledge and that experience. And and Mm -hmm. yeah, I brought that youth. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But my it was my coach at that team that first called me an athlete that first uh season playing for him and I hadn't thought of myself as an athlete until until then yeah what did it feel like were you like who's that I'm not that it really kind of took me a minute like I was like I was taken aback because I had never thought of myself as an athlete even though I'd been Mm -hmm. playing rugby for three years at Mm -hmm. that point 
but I was like whoa like I guess I guess he's right I I am an athlete yeah I I am at that you know that point level yeah exactly yeah I think there's definitely a, a reservation for that word you know we we tend to apply it to professionals I think and I don't know if it's like gender too because there it just isn't as much visibility for female athletes but it took a long time for me to think of myself as an, as an athlete as well, even longer. Um, but the whole time, even before I identified that way, I was like, I was working out, I was training, I was always trying to get faster and stronger and better at my sport and mentally as well. So like, what's the difference? Right. Right. No, exactly. I, um, I, I think from where I was, coming from then like I thought of it as like athletes as like the the varsity like letterman's jacket um mm-hmm. and like uh rugby was more of a club sport at school so like mm-hmm. maybe that's why I didn't think of myself as an athlete so much yeah I get that for sure um so high school rugby was still a, like a club sport you didn't have a varsity and JV team no it was uh totally club and we had to pay to play <laughs> Wow. Well, that thread runs through and through, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what was it? What was it like when you first got to practice and like that whole first practice, first game? What stands out to you from that time period? So first practice is blurred in with all my other rugby memories. But um, <laughs> my first my first game was pretty interesting. I there were a lot of like what I consider very basic rules that nobody explained to me before my first game. (laughs) Um, But I, I actually got to play for the other team. So all my mistakes benefited my team. Wow. (laughs) Um, So I got to play. Was that a numbers thing? The other team didn't have enough girls to field aside. Right. Yeah, so it was a it was a team that was still kind of developing, so they were short a few. Mm-hmm. So I was one of the lucky ones that had to play on the other team. Um, uh huh. And I played lock as my first position. Um, and perfect for you. Yes, now you know one of my favorites. But um, mm-hmm. I remember specifically during the game that like I was on the ground and one of my teammates who I was playing against is trying Mm -hmm. to take the ball from me and I just would not let it go because I'm like, (laughs) why on earth would I give you the ball here? I'm playing against you right now. Like, no. And then I got called for holding the ball on the ground because I had no idea that that was a rule. Right. That's yep. I've been there. I was there a few times too. And I even think in my early days, like I would hold on and try to like play it off like I wasn't holding on, but I really was. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm a, I, well, I mean, trying to get one over on the ref is part of a rugby game. Let's be honest. But uh, yeah, that's funny that I didn't get any, I didn't get a lot of those basic things too. I started playing so early too. It was like a couple practices and then they threw me in a game and that it seems like it was the same for you, right? Um, yeah, it was, um, I'm not even sure how long we had practiced for, but there were clearly, like, there was clearly, like, a handful of rules that I think would have been really simple to explain. And honestly, for a long time, you know how they say, like, you can only throw the ball backwards. 
mm-hmm. for such a long time, <laughs> I was so confused about what that meant. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was just like trying to imagine like someone throwing like the ball in the opposite direction. Like, I don't even know. I didn't. It, <laughs> it took me a while before I under, I'm like, oh, that's what you mean by backwards. Like the person you're throwing to needs to be standing behind you on the field. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now I'm on board. So needless to say, it probably took me a while before I actually fully understood the game. Yeah, well, we're all in the same boat on that, for sure. Yeah. We just uh, followed, I just followed direction from people who knew more than me. That was it. And I felt good about it. They made me feel good about it. I was like, that's cool. You can tell me. Uh, were there some upperclassmen, like, or, yeah, were there some older players on your team that would lead you around and, and tell you what was up? Um, the people that actually stand out most to me, they are, were in my grade, but they had played their freshman year. There was like a nice little group of girls that started their, like my, our freshman year and they stayed yeah. throughout. So, um, they were really good at helping me along and, and there was actually another girl on the team. She actually has the same birthday as me. And we became the props together. And she was like my first rugby twin. I would say I have many rugby twins out there, but. um. I love that. That's perfect. Yeah. And what was high school rugby like in general? Did you travel? Um, How much did you guys get to play? Um, So we did travel. We would, I'm from Northeast Ohio. So Medina area is I played for Highland and we would travel every year down to Columbus for the Ohio Mm -hmm. selects is that what it's called Ohio there was a tournament that they had every year in Columbus and we would travel down there so that was always an exciting time to play like a different team that wasn't in our normal pool play Uh um we would have our games during the regular season on either Sundays or Wednesdays. And when you had two games in one week, that was always such a killer. <laughs> um, oh man, that, that does sound, br- it's brutal. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, but it would happen. <laughs> and, but wow. And we had like, probably like a good eight, at least eight games, probably more than that every season. Cool. And did you, was it year round or did you just do spring? It was just spring season. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Did you play did you play any other sports? I played one season of like CYO volleyball. That's it. <laughs> like okay. rec volleyball. <laughs> sure. Sure. And you were just you were just the middle school girl that wanted to play football and they were like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yep. Yeah. Nah. But rugby was really your first your first sport. Yeah. It was um really my first sport, my first you know, fell in love with it when I found it, as we all yeah, do. It, <laughs> yeah, it just clicked right away for me, for sure. I was like, this is, these are my people. This is my game. I like hitting things. And the community around it is awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I think it was really like my second year playing, like fully committed and then like never mm-hmm. turned back. Like from that moment on, never did I doubt. So that women's team was definitely, we were more on the social side, I would say. Um, but mm-hmm. we were always like definitely serious about competition um, and like mm-hmm. wanting to be better. And I feel like practices were always like real 
serious and 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 intense and wanting to get better but um I eventually I played for them for four years and then I Mm -hmm. transferred schools to Notre Dame College to Mm -hmm. play rugby for them on scholarship um and just you know kind of level up and play yeah play better cool you had I didn't know you had a I didn't know you had a rugby scholarship that's great yeah yeah, it was cool. what was that process like? Did you uh did did you have to send film? Did they come like look at you? How does it work? Um so I knew I knew the coaches um from before cuz they had been involved with like another high school program and then they went and started this program at Notre Dame. Um and then actually like one of the old girls from the Akron women's team was actually helping coach as well. So um, I had a couple of connections, so they knew me. Nice. And <clears throat> they started this program, and they their first year, they didn't have, like, a full side for the women's team. So mm-hmm. a lot in that first year, I would go up and help and just kind of jump into their games, jump into their practices, and then – Oh, I guess maybe it was after two years of having the program. Then the third year is when I came in. I was like, I'm going to go be a part of that. You just knew that it was a good place for you to go, huh? Yeah. I mean, they, they're, so the first year was when they, they were short um, of having a full side. The second year, they went all the way to nationals and they lost in the finals. Um, What? Yeah. And like, after watching them go all that way, and like seeing the talent that they had on the team, I was like, yeah, I want to go and be a part of that. Actually, it was my pa- my wow. parents that came to me and they were like, you should probably go do this. And I was like, you know what? You guys are right. <laughs> this is what I want to do. That's really cool because they, they obviously knew how much you loved the game and like how committed you had been to it for all those years. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's also so fast for to build a club and get get far. I mean, to all the way to the championship, but even if they had just qualified for for a national competition, like, that's really impressive. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. They uh, they pulled players from all over. We even had teammates from Hawaii, so that was pretty fun. That's so cool. Yeah. Wow. That's place right time, man, huh? Just doing your thing, playing rugby. And the networking, I think, comes by proxy. It just, like, comes naturally. When you love rugby and you find people that love rugby, you just get to know each other and you you just see each other places, right? Yeah. No, totally. Instant yeah. connection just from like having rugby. <laughs> yeah, from the love of the for the love of the game, right? Yes. <laughs> cool. Okay, so we go to you went to Notre Dame. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. Like it was a varsity sport. Um, at Notre Dame. Yeah. Um I or was it like a club sport that had sponsorships? So no, we were varsity. Um, I just, I'm, I'm conf- confused about answering that question because like we we were varsity, okay. but like conflicts with getting like the support that we needed. I, it's the tale as old as time for rugby. <laughs> yeah, especially for women's rugby. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Resources, they're like here's your title but like we're not really sure if we support you otherwise yeah like we say we do but yeah uh... mm-hmm. <laughs> but but we, we want to spend most of our budget on a basketball team and a football team for right. the men right right um but but yeah no, we there was a ton of support 
um, from cool. the school at that time. We got to just travel around so much, and there was just like a lot mm-hmm. um, from that opportunity. Nice. That was pretty cool. So nice. That was probably one of the earlier varsity programs too. I remember my junior year, and I'm like a little older than you, so my junior of college it was 20 2008 2009 and my coach we had a coach a different coach every year pretty much which wasn't great but at the time this guy was really into they were just announcing forming varsity women women's rugby teams at certain universities around the states and he was really into it and i remember him giving information about it thinking maybe we could do this at our school um, it didn't, it didn't work out. He didn't, he also didn't remain our coach, but I thought that was just even a wild idea because I hadn't even thought about rugby or known anything about it until I got to college. And now look where we are. There's elite varsity women's rugby programs around the country. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like, there's more programs like going down as well, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. like my niece and nephew, they both started playing in middle school. So So fun. (laughs) Yeah. Are they tackling yet? Oh, they're older now, but when they were young, they were, were they tackling or did they play touch as well? Um, No, they were doing, they were doing full tackle in middle school. So (laughs) yeah. That's so cool. Pretty cool. Just to think of the body awareness and um, the control, like body control at that age. I mean, I was middle I was just awkward as all hell in middle school (laughs) I don't know what you were like but I'm pretty sure we were all awkward as hell and like that would have been kind of a perspective changer I think for me yeah it's really cool yeah no I'm sure I was pretty awkward at that time too (laughs) yeah I think anybody who's like no I was cool in middle school I'm like you're a liar. Maybe that's why they didn't let me play football. <laughs> You're too awkward. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's okay. You found rugby, so everything worked out. Yes. Okay, let's talk about coaching. Because you okay. you wanted to do, you, you and your sister coached together, coached a high school team together that you both were alumni from. Yeah, yeah. What it, was that like? It was really a great opportunity, um, mm-hmm. I think when you teach something you learn so much more about it and like it makes you so much better at it once you're teaching it to someone agreed um so that probably really leveled me up at that point in my career Uh, but it was just it's was also just really cool to be able to um just been in high school rugby and then Mm -hmm. being able to just kind of like take over the program and then make it you know what me and Bridget wanted it to be and yeah it was really cool do you think that your your relationship with your sister with Bridget like at all during that time that you guys were working together um definitely it definitely brought us closer I think rugby in general has been something that's has brought us so close together um so when you went to this look back to your high school team um and started coaching them like were there different, what did you do differently from the way that you were coached? Um, I just, I think that Bridget and I were super committed to it. Not that our coach before wasn't, but um, something that I think about a lot when I think about my high school experience with my coach is that 
he would be frustrated um, that people wouldn't show up consistently. So Mm -hmm. like a lot of practices, I'd have to listen to him, you know, and then he'd be like, and I know you guys are the ones that show up, but blah, blah, blah. And I always thought, I don't care how many girls show up to practice. Like I'm going to teach who I have in front of me and like be happy that they're there to learn. That's so great. I, I, had a sim- like had similar experience in college too because we had number of problems and the coach would be so frustrated like dude can you just be flexible with us like <laughs> we're here we're committed I know it's only 10 of us but there's a lot of things you can still teach 10 people yeah there's so yeah. much nuances to it all huh <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely and may- but maybe you know I think maybe we had a different perspective since we came from that place and I don't know I guess it's hard to say one way or the other but I know I also coached my college team a couple years after I graduated and it was hard sometimes to be flexible and adjust when you make a practice plan or you're trying to get certain things ready for a game for sure Um, but it was always more (sighs) this is what I come back to this is what I've come back to so much recently like in leaving glendale and stuff too yeah. it's just that we're supposed to have fun mm-hmm. i know there's i played at different levels you've played at different levels but like rugby i fell in love in love with rugby because i got to be aggressive and because it was fun like i was around a lot of people that were just expressing themselves and figuring it out as they went yeah yeah i don't think, I think that's oh go ahead no, you go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I, like throughout my whole rugby career, I know there's been times when I've had games and people are like, oh, did you guys win or lose? And, like, there have been times when it's like, I, it d- doesn't even matter if we won or lost to me. It's just, like, it's the moments in the game. Like, you know, like, maybe we, like, hit that switch and it, like, worked really well and it fooled the other team or, like, yeah. you blew someone off of you. <laughs> like, yeah. Like those are the things that matter to me. And as long as I walk away from a game where I'm like, man, this sweet moment happened and that sweet moment happened. And like mm-hmm. maybe even somebody else accomplished something in the game. Like that's what matters. I don't yeah. care what the score is at the end. We got to go and play and had fun. Yeah. There's a lot of joy in advising we get to do on the field so much. It comes from that. And you're right. I think my early, we, we lost a lot when I was younger when I play, yeah. first started playing, and but it didn't it didn't matter to me that much, and um, I remember being at socials after the games, just like, oh my god, you did this thing that was so cool, or that pop yeah. pass, or you're so you're so right. Those little moments were everything, are are everything. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the moments where like people level up, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like, yes, like you're getting it, it's clicking, you're yeah. doing it. Yeah, so cool, man. <sighs> I love that from you coached and then you got to, you, you were still playing in college and then you moved out here to Colorado where we got to be friends and play together. And that was awesome. So glad that we, so glad we crossed paths that way. Um, Yeah. Sue's my first Glendale friend. Yeah. You were like one of the only people that got to go to my apartment. (laughs) First apartment. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. We always hold a special place in my heart, Patsy. 
Yeah, um, same. And I think it was funny when you, earlier you, you you said that that other prop that was like your your twin. I think we had a little rugby twinning moment. For sure. Yeah. For when, sure. Yeah. I was like, mm, we're about the same size. We can warm up with each other. You know. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, I want to that you went to New Zealand one of the years you were living here in Colorado. Yeah. Set set that up for us. How did you end up going to to New Zealand and playing rugby and uh, set it um, up? Okay, so the rugby year goes from like August to August. Um, mm-hmm. In New coming, Zealand? No, no, no. In the states. Okay. Um, and since I played for Glendale in the fall for WPL, that meant I was looking at a spring season of not playing because I couldn't play down D1. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't like that because for all of my life, I played rugby fall and spring. So the yeah. idea of not playing a season was heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, and the year before we had some teammates who had gone to New Zealand. So I was like, I'm going to look into going abroad. And I got in touch with that program and mm-hmm. they I ended up going I bought myself a ticket and I went it was just went Otago right <clears throat> uh North, North Otago. Otago and you you went with another yeah. one of our teammates right yes yeah so Sydney um also went which I'm I'm not sure I think her and I may have like interacted like one time at practice at Glendale <laughs> but I really didn't know her before New Zealand. So when you were deciding to go to New Zealand, it just happened that you guys went, both went at the same time. Yeah, totally. (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) Also funny and a little bit awkward, but I'm sure it also felt like reassuring just that you would know someone, right? Very reassuring when she showed up. (laughs) Um, For sure. Um, Like her, we became friends, best buds. Uh, so and we got to like explore all all over the southern part of the southern island of New Zealand. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I know I've seen pictures of that. You're gonna have to, I'm gonna have to share some. But that was after you guys yeah. were done playing season, or did you just make little trips throughout the time you were playing there? Um. So one of our trips was during Easter weekend. And I think that was before the season had even started. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to like Queenstown and all around, all over the place. Um, oh, and um, what is that sound called? There's a famous sound down there. <laughs> okay. I think they call it a sound, but it's actually a fjord. Okay. <laughs> Which is what we learned while going on the tour. Fun. <laughs> um, and then, and then another trip to um, Mount Cook. Cool. Oh, what is New Zealand like? I mean, landscape, um, culture, is... any of it, any of that, like big impressions you have? Can you share? Cape, it's beautiful. The sunrises and the sunsets, all the colors in the sky. Oh my gosh, so pretty. Yeah. Um, it's all kinds of terrain. I feel like I feel, you know, like we would drive, I lived on the East side of the Southern Island and Queenstown's all the way on the other side. So we drove 
all, like right across and the terrain just changes so much um it's just like all like mountainy and gorgeous um one of my favorite facts about new zealand is that on the islands there are no like predators so you can go like camping and not worry about like a wolf a snake a bear like nothing there's nothing out there that can kill you <laughs> like that wow so like australia got it all new zealand was like i'm leaving y'all with all the predators correct <laughs> isn't that the craziest thing yeah, like, they're just I think a- it's so funny they're, they're just across the sea from each other right yeah uh, like yeah everything wants to kill you in australia but new zealand everything's all crazy and chill that's nice so when you when you camped you were just relaxed i mean you didn't have to worry about very much right if i ever got worried i would remind myself that there's literally nothing out there <laughs> so there's literally nothing to be afraid of that's cool i like that a lot oh man i've always wanted to go to new zealand now i think i want to go more um, what, tell me about playing out there. Uh, the culture, a uh, rugby culture, obviously, is really different. There's a lot of teams that they start younger. Um, tell me, tell me more about that. Yeah, it's it's funny because like I feel like in the states, um, a lot of people find rugby later in life and then play later into life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in New Zealand, it's quite the opposite where everybody like plays when they're younger Mm -hmm. and then it really tapers off like um people don't play very long into their life you started to say people yeah people play later or they start earlier in life and then they don't play very late yeah later on yeah yeah so what's the age range look like um I mean, really young, like four or five years old, running around with rugby balls. But um, you you went to New Zealand in your mid-20s. Yeah. Um, were you older than people, or was that kind of the top? Um, I – no, I was, I was kind of older than everyone. Like, I don't think there was anyone older than me on the team. Wow. <laughs> there might have been, like, a couple, like, around my age. But, yeah, they're, they, um, they're all playing – when they're young so I thought it was kind of interesting to kind of have that opposite like the opposite problems the opposite problems yeah I could see that um was the skill level different as well yeah so they I just they're very much more aggressive in New Zealand um there's just like a little bit less like regard for your body you just throw it in there and get what you need to have done (laughs) you know okay cool I'm coming in and doing this I mean I was always an aggressive forward so I I like to throw my body around and it it was effective too (laughs) yes it can be (laughs) yeah but I know that wasn't the case for everyone that I played with they're different um just more timid or less aggressive or less reckless I would say players (laughs) here that I played with that were still good players they're like great players um that's cool so it's just more physical over there huh yeah definitely patsy oh you're back okay cool hi can you hear me yes hi (laughs) okay what did you hear nothing Mm -mm. what else do i want to know about new zealand 
Oh, did you make friends? What was it like? What was the what was rugby culture like? Are you there? Hello, Sus, Patsy. Hi. Hello. You can hear me. Yes. Good. I can hear you. So great. We're gonna say thank you to the the technology gods for letting us come back on. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get through this. Let's pick up. I was asking you what it, what like community was like, what your teammates were like in New Zealand, what the culture, the rugby culture was like. I feel like it was, it's pretty similar. Yeah. Um, I had a lot more teammates that had children, <laughs> but no, I think it's the same. Like the rugby community, I just, that's one of the things that's really great about it. It's consistent across the board. Like no matter where you go, practice is going to be Tuesday, Thursday. <laughs> um, no matter where you go, you just instantly have a family with your rugby team. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the fun social drinking. Oh, so there's something that was different about this rugby team. This was actually the first time. I had a team that actually put me through like the traditional like kangaroo court and like initiation. Never before had I had to do any of that in any other team. Okay. Yeah. Was it manageable though? It wasn't too rough, right? No, but they, I mean, they definitely, <laughs> it was definitely some stuff that I had to do. Like, I think part of the initiation was like eating like a piece of onion they have these things called wheat bix mm-hmm. in New Zealand, which is like a wheat cracker. Think very dry and like mm-hmm. cardboardy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, and then I think it was like a, I don't know, a shot of something gross. <laughs> okay, that's fair. They had to make sure you could hang, right? Yeah, and I was like, man, I've never had to do this, but I guess. You know, what better place than in New Zealand? <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. If I showed up at like a rugby practice in, I don't know, anywhere in the States, somewhere rural, I'd be like, nah, y'all, I'm here. That's enough. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I I always thought it was true because I've had friends to go play internationally. And it seems it seems like the culture runs through and through. And I know for sure it runs through and through in the States. I mean, can even think about going to tournaments and the willingness and the openness the friendliness of everyone around you just like you could stand by a random person and watch a game and talk to them about the game yeah it's a beautiful thing the rugby gives us it gives us a common space to come to always yeah for sure yeah well I'm totally jealous that you got to play internationally I mean I guess I could have made it happen but it just never quite worked out for me um also go to new zealand Damn, you I still wanna... could you could still do yeah. all these things Seuss. <laughs> i'm retired it's the thing although mm-hmm. i am convinced that if we go back to savannah maybe 2022 let's look at 2022 now um <laughs> i'll play because i i think i want to play again yeah i definitely want to play again we should play again together Seuss. Yeah, let's do it. I'll come to Savannah 2022, planning it. Yeah, we're going to have to talk to Al and get the Indiana Mole women back over there. (laughs) Get the Mole women together. It was a great time. Get them out of the bunker. Out of the bunker. (laughs) Everybody's been in a bunker this year. We didn't do that, ironically. Yeah, thank God we got out of the bunker just to go back in. Yes, we got one last trip of roaming around Savannah. 
and what a beautiful place yeah, oh my yeah. god that tournament is not like any other tournament <laughs> i think what this is my last question for you so you've it's been a couple years since you've been like committed on a team what has it been like i definitely miss rugby and i want to get back to it i i think in the last couple of years of my life, I've really realized how much confidence rugby has given me in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something kind of going back to that, the women's team coach who called me an athlete. Um, mm-hmm. He pushed a lot with me that first year playing for him and telling me that I need to be more confident. And I can feel the difference now without rugby in my life. And I can feel that I want to get back to that and back into, you know, feeling good and playing rugby. Yeah. Hitting things too, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. All of it. <laughs> All of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All the yeah, things. You, I mean, you and I both moved to Colorado. That was a big thing for me because I'd only ever lived like in my home state. Same for you, right? Yeah, same. That was the first time I moved away. Now that I've lived everywhere, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, me, just Maryland and Colorado. But I don't, I say this, I'm going to bring this back in a minute too, that I don't know, like, I don't think I would have grown the same ways. And I certainly wouldn't have found like great friends like you and many of our other teammates um, if it hadn't been for the rugby team and, it's I mean it's just such a blessing that we can move across country and find people the way that we can that support us and that we get to play with have fun with and then they're so excited to have you too Mm -hmm. yes more people come on let's do it especially after you like you show them you can you're useful (laughs) yeah exactly yeah but um Seuss, I yes. want to play Two Truths and a Lie with you. Okay. Okay. Okay, hold on. Let me make sure I'm ready for this. Let me try to remember all the things <laughs> I know about you. They're they're all gonna be rugby related too. So sticking with the theme. That's appropriate. Um Okay, I'm ready. Okay. They're all th- there's also like a commonality between them. <laughs> um because of like it, it's a number because I'm a number nerd. Um, <laughs> you are. You're a mathematician. I am. I have a mathematics degree. <laughs> what a nerd. Um, okay. So I have played rugby in four different countries. I have four national titles. Number four is my favorite position. You're a five. <laughs> that's the one you're saying is a lie mm. Mm, I don't know <laughs> uh, let me think hold on yeah fuck it I'm going with it like that's my instinct you're a five <laughs> I think you're a number five lock right four and five are right? the same come on they're not the same <laughs> five gets to be bigger <laughs> they're both locks though come on <laughs> fine i went too technical it's not the right one (laughs) i was wrong um i don't have four national titles i only have three three. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, well, I was wrong. That's fine. I'm okay with being wrong. I still think you're more of a five than a four. Um, even if they're the same thing. But tell me, so you have three national titles yeah. from? Um, the first one was from playing on um, the U18 Midwest Thunderbirds. Whoop, whoop. Shout out to those Thunderbirds. Yes, the Thunderbirds. Um, I'm pretty sure it was 2011, but we won the national championships down in Florida. Um, U18 too, huh? Yeah. Cool. Oh, oh, I played played on that team with Allie. <laughs> you did. Yeah, I know that. And well, Allie will be on the show in the future. Yes. So. Um, love her. Get ready. Love her. Yeah, um, for sure. It's, it's also, we didn't even have like a U18 team. That's amazing. We had a U23 team. That was all we had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one was with Notre Dame because um, like I said the year before I started playing with them they went all the way to the national championships and then they lost at the championship game and obviously mm-hmm. when I joined that team I knew I wasn't going to let that happen again <laughs> uh, obviously you were going to make sure <laughs> you know it wasn't just me it was all the all the people that we recruited that year like we had an incredible yeah. incredible team and then and then that following spring um we played again in a national title and it was for USA rugby and we won so fun wow that's impressive, man. I have a couple medals, but they're all like sixth place, <laughs> third place, second place. So great. And so that was one. What was your other four? Oh, four countries. Yeah. So the United, we talked about the U.S., Avi, because we're here. Yeah. Um, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Where else? Uh, Canada. Cool. And Wales. And those were short, short bits, little one season visits. Um, the Canada and the Wales, those were both U23 Midwest Thunderbirds tours. Wow. you! I'm super impressed. You guys got to play international U23 Thunderbirds. Um, yeah, this was actually, so those tours were after they stopped the LAU, like regional tournaments. Um, when I won that title with the u18 midwest team that was the last year they did the laus um but the coaches in the midwest didn't want to stop so they Mm -hmm. kind of continued doing it so for so many years we just continued to come together and have like ohio elite team like all the different states had their elite teams come together have a tournament and then they pick people to come have a tryout and then they'd have these different international tours that the, these coaches just took upon themselves to plan. So, wow. yeah, it was really great. A great way to just keep like playing with different people and like learning. Shout out to those coaches for making that happen too. For real. That's a lot of, a lot of rugby administration is a full-time job in itself. And I haven't known anyone that's running a rugby club to get paid for it that way. So it's a, it's a passionate commitment. And like kudos to them also for making some badass rugby players out of you and Allie <laughs> and I'm sure plenty of other Thunderbirds, but <laughs> Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, is there anything else you would like to share? Mm, I don't know. I'm 
thank you for being my friend, Seuss. <laughs> oh my gosh, don't make me cry on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> for being my first no. friend in Glendale and allowing me to shower Aww. in your shower <laughs> that day. Yeah, before we went to the bar. Yeah. Right. To the social. They don't, You're welcome. Because they don't stink and drink in Glendale. <laughs> I know. What a waste. <laughs> um yeah absolutely i'm so glad that we we crossed paths and became friends and thank you for coming on the show this has been fun yay yay okay bye all right bye (laughs) (laughs) thank you for tuning in to another episode of with you a women's rugby podcast If you're enjoying the show, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and help us gain some visibility. I'm really trying to reach the corners of the world with this. I want every single state represented, all the clubs. I would love it if this could be a community project. Yeah, all the stories, all the experiences. It already feels like family. You know, it's rugby. As always, if you're interested in coming on the show, sign up through the Google Form Participation Survey on my website. It's withyoupodcast.co, or you can email me directly, and I will give you the link to the form. That would be suze at withyoupodcast.co, S-U-S at withyoupodcast.co. I don't care if you played 10 years ago. If you just started playing, if your grandma played, if your cousin played, if you're involved in the women's rugby community, this is a space for you. I want this to be a space for all of us. And I want stories from everybody. So yeah, holler at me, please. I have the website and my email linked in the show notes in case you need that visual reference love you all this is great thanks for coming click subscribe to get new episode notifications the day they drop and never miss a show email me if you want to share your stories at suz at with co. that's s-u-s at with co. my love to you all and thanks for stopping by